0: This is Growing Local, stories from ASAP about the local food community. I'm Jen nathan Orris. I'm walking through the rice field at Lee's One Fortune Farm in Marion, North Carolina. There was a big storm last night, and the bottom of the rice plants are submerged in water and mud. Be careful where you walk. It won't go up to your knees, but
1: it will get up to you. Some places it might get up to your ankle. Mm. It's very mucky. Now, come on over here. I think this is a little bit less mucky. Up here.
0: It's an incredible sight. Acres of rice nestled in a valley surrounded by bamboo. Many farms in the region grow tomatoes or peppers this time of year. So it's surreal to walk through a rice paddy flanked by the familiar mountains of Western North Carolina. It's clear that the family who grows this rice is proud of the land they farm. My name is Tu Lee. My name is Chu Li. We're at the farm right now. We grow rice, so today we come down here to harvest some rice. Before he heads into the field, Chu grabs a five-gallon bucket and some straps.
1: What I'm hooking myself up to is a little bucket that's sitting on my waistline so that I can chuck the rice right into the bucket. And you see, this is, all, this is how we're harvesting by hand. This is traditionally done for early rice uh, because most of your rice are not completely uh, ripened or come in at the same time. You can see some green and then some midways and then you see also the golden brown ones. If you come in here with the uh, modern technology of a combine or something like that, you have to wait till all of it turns. But when you do that, the early ones, you probably lose because The wind and the rain will knock it down to the ground.
0: The Lee family is part of a community of Hmong farmers. The Hmong people are native to Laos and Vietnam, and many came to the United States as refugees after the Vietnam War. Western North Carolina is home to one of the largest Hmong communities in the United States, and several of Tu's cousins and uncles grow rice here, but they don't keep it all to themselves. Lee's One Fortune Farm is a staple at local farmer's markets where they sell rice and fruits and vegetables that many customers have never tried.
1: Uh, We grow a bunch of different types of cabbages that only eaten in our native culture, and we have introduced all that to the market as well.
0: Tu says their produce has been well-received by shoppers.
1: Uh, We made a lot of good friends that way because they all come back looking for the same stuff. The bitter melon, that's one, one of the... Very uh, unique traits of the Asian culture because if you don't eat bitter melon at least two three times a month, you're not really immersed into that Asian culture. It is bitter, like I always tell people, it's bitter. But once you learn that and you start cooking with it, at times you even have a craving for it.
0: Tu's wife, Chu, is eager to teach people how to cook their produce and hopes to teach cooking classes in the future just to get a little kitchen outside where we certify kitchen and we could make like tofu or show people how to cook the um, water spinach or if I said, you know, cook your lemongrass this way with your food or taste this way, you know. Many requests, but you need to show us how you do it. gets back to harvesting rice, being careful not to sink in the mud and fall over like I do just minutes later. Oh,
1: sorry.
0: If simply standing in the rice field is this difficult, then harvesting each grain by hand is certainly hard work.
1: There's a lot of effort into it. I mean, the reward is wonderful, but there's a lot of effort. You have to spend so much time in it. I mean, like every farmer knows, you're at the mercy of the weather to start with already. But you put something like this that takes so much labor into it, then, you know, you have to really love it or you won't be willing to do it.
0: Two likes to tell people at the farmer's market about the whole process.
1: When I explain it to the friends that we make over there at the markets, I tell them exactly, I said, this is tradition. This is go back you know, generations upon generations, how we harvest, how we, you know, bring the, the rice home, and how we toast it, how we peel it, how we cook it, everything's traditional. Uh, as far as the, uh, you know, that we can remember, there's, not a whole lot has changed.
0: Yet there are some barriers to learning these traditional methods, even for people who grow up in the Hmong community.
1: My family as well as every other family, we don't have a uh, written record that we know of for anything that we do. But the, the older folks always had this, uh, the, the oratory stories uh, passed down from generation to generation, one person to another. And, you know, they in songs and things like that, they teach about, you know, gathering rice and farming and course, all kinds of other folklores and stuff, but that's how our traditions is done.
0: There's a reason why so many people in the Hmong community don't have a written record of their history, especially people who came to the U.S. as refugees during the 1970s. Tune in next week to hear how Tu and Chu Li escaped the jungles of Laos and how it influenced their farming. Until then, read about Lee's One Fortune Farm in ASAP's local food guide, AppalachianGrown.org.